Revenue Rhino. I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have John Rice from Chief Outsiders. John, it's really nice to have you on. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited for today. So, John, tell me a bit about yourself and your background and then your company as well. Sure. So I've been a senior marketing person for, I don't know, 30 years or so. Most of my experience is in franchising and restaurants, but I've had a wide, varied past, including being in media and my clients here at Chief Outsiders have ranged anywhere from medical technology to insurance companies to healthcare. But yeah, I cut my teeth on the agency side of the business, and I still tend to look at everybody as a client. Nice. That's awesome. So tell me a bit about Chief Outsiders and what you guys do and what the value proposition is and all that. Chief Outsiders is a group of about 75 folks, most of whom have been senior marketing people like myself and have had a significant career on the corporate side, all different types of industries, manufacturing, technology, healthcare. And again, I mentioned my background, so there's a couple of folks like me. And we essentially are executives for hire that come in and either serve as a CMO or a senior marketing person in an organization that's in transition with that role, or frequently, especially for smaller companies, come in and help them get situated as far as their marketing process. And so that might mean hiring people. It might mean bringing in resources and support to help that organization determine a ongoing marketing process and uh, develop a marketing function. Awesome. Very cool. So one of the things we like to dive into is what are what have you seen and what is your lens and perspective of marketing both this past year and this year ahead? So I'd love to hear just a little bit around the shifts and the changes in marketing that you've seen and what gets you excited for the year ahead and all that. Sure. Certainly things are coming back. So I think we can be excited about that. The reality is not every segment was equally affected. Unfortunately, the segment that I spent most of my career in, restaurants and hospitality, was severely affected and will probably be you know, shaped forever by the events of the last 12 months. Having said that, obviously, anytime there's a big shift in the market, like what has just occurred, it calls on marketing people to use those skills to really understand what has changed and how to adapt. I think as with any major restructure of the marketplace, it's up to us to have that perspective on what customers are looking for, how they're reacting to different products or services, and make sure that we're communicating in a way that's relevant to what their issues are today. Totally. What are some like, like where are companies spending their time and attention this year? What are some things they're investing in, marketing initiatives in play, 
really like where are all the resources going to for marketing this year? Obviously, the shift that was already happening prior to COVID is accelerating use of digital and uh, e-commerce in ways that you can initiate a transaction without necessarily having to be face-to-face with someone. I think how we communicate with people has changed because obviously, as I was saying earlier, sensitivities have evolved. What I've observed is, especially in the restaurant segment, that things that were already in place in terms of trends like off-premise and the use of online ordering just simply accelerated and fast-forwarded by maybe five years. Likewise, concepts that maybe were struggling prior because, honestly, the dining industry wasn't doing phenomenally, at least not across the board prior to COVID, and there were some stronger and some weaker players. And I think it affected everyone to a large extent, but the weaker players, some of them just aren't going to be around. Mm. The likelihood is they were moving in that direction anyway, unfortunately, and this just forced their hand and accelerated the decline of of certain uh, concepts. So as sad as that is, the, the, the truth is we were heading in that direction anyway. The good news is, as we emerge, the innovation that's occurred uh, is going to advance some things that people are already looking for. So as as things change, I think that people are going to feel good about coming back and reestablishing their behavior, albeit maybe in a slightly different way. Yeah, it makes sense. So as we look at this year ahead, what do you see as the primary challenges to, to still deal with? What are, what are some of uh, those things that might keep you up at night as we look at this year ahead? Whenever you have something that's this dynamic and this far-reaching, as opposed to something that just affects one industry or even one region of the world, this is something that was global and to one degree or another, it affected everybody. And for some people, it was an opportunity. Certainly, again, looking at the restaurant business, those folks that were already focused on off-premise, they did really well. A lot of pizza players just cleaned up because Mm. folks weren't going out and they still wanted to have a meal and not make it. And so folks did really well with that. I think the biggest issue is, since everything is interconnected, is understanding how those shifts in the market affect other categories. So again, how are people using technology now? What are the long-lasting impact on personal hygiene and how facilities need to be set up? There were a lot of awkward moments along the way. If you were to go into a restaurant, people had gloves on, they had masks on, they had a wetsuit, whatever, you, that didn't make a lot of people comfortable. So we have to figure out what the comfort level is. The other thing is different people have different comfort levels for different things. So mm. some people wear masks. Some people think wearing a mask is a, a, a violation of their constitutional rights. There are a lot of mindsets out there that have been pushed in extreme directions, and you've got to navigate those choppy waters and figure out how you're going to keep everyone happy. 
Yeah, totally. That makes sense. So let's shift a little bit to obviously your experience and background in marketing and everything you've learned over the years. And uh, what are ways in which you've found to really do marketing well and build lifelong relationships with customers and really succeed in this area? What, what are some like top things that you've learned? Over the years in terms of just uh, customer loyalty overall? Yeah, well, doing everything, marketing well, creating everything. those loyal customers. That's a big subject, but I, I think the number one thing that's always been true about the marketing function is that we are, whether we want to be or not, the voice of the customer. And it's our role to help the organization understand not just the wants and needs of the customers that relates to our product and what they want to buy and what they're willing to pay for it, but how our product fits into their lives. I can remember doing hundreds of focus groups for different brands that I've worked with. And one of the things that we did was actually when I was VP of marketing at Chuck E. Cheese's is we started going into people's homes and organizing groups of customers, in this case, moms of young children, and talking to them actually in their homes and understanding a lot more about how they lived, what was important to them overall. And then after we understood that, where our brand or our experience fit in to their daily lives. Because I think if you understand that at that deep level, then you can uncover some things that will allow you to serve your guests better and be able to maintain that relationship over the long run. Looking at the business from your own perspective is maybe gratifying, but it's not necessarily always useful. Totally. So let's, let's talk about just some general advice. A lot of people listening are maybe younger in their careers or looking to grow in the area of marketing, all this. What advice would you give those listening that are looking to grow and young in their careers and looking to progress in terms of marketing? Do you have any key advice for that? Be flexible. I'm laughing because not 15 minutes ago, I was on the phone with our intern and he's a student at UT in Austin. And we were talking about what he wants to do with his career and giving my sage advice, which is worth about a nickel. And the thing that I said, and I've said this to, to a lot of younger people who are in that position thinking about what's the world going to be like? Where should I go? What should I focus on? Is using some of the technology and the disciplines that are now available to really be smarter in this day and age and moving forward than we were able to be when we were starting out without some of those tools. We have access to so much information now, and we have the ability to analyze things in a much easier and more complex way. And so those tools really make it possible for us to be smarter about our marketing decisions because we can understand customers at a much more intimate level. And, and so that's the thing as a broad general statement, I would say. Beyond that, I think 
be creative because the brands that survive because they adapted to things like what we just went through are those that are willing to change. The brands that I've worked with that haven't been as prosperous are those that believe their own press releases and said, we're great. Everything's fine. We were successful. We've been successful for the last 10 years. We'll be fine. No, you won't. You have to be ready to change. You have to embrace change. You have to look for the right kind of changes. And being that person that can be part of that change in a constructive way and understanding how to work within an organization to be part of that success is what I would tell people to focus on. That's awesome. Any last key takeaways for the audience at all? Any last thoughts here? Wow. There's so many interesting things that are happening right now. I guess the the general thing that I would say that's certainly true for my business and for our team here at Chief Outsiders is in crisis, there's opportunity. When things seem bleak and it's discouraging because business has dried up and it's impossible to get the resources that you need to do what you think you need to do. There's always an answer. And I think it's our role as a marketing person to help the organization navigate that and find creative solutions that will help brands grow. And I think if you are part of that solution and don't get caught up in some of the anxiety that is out there, that you can really make a big difference in your organization. And so that's what I would tell people to focus on because as bad as things might be right now, they can always get worse. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you can also, as bad as things might be, you can always find a way to make them better. So I would say be part of that change and be be the person that brings change to your organization. Awesome. I love it. Hey, John, thanks so much for uh, joining and sharing yeah, your wisdom thanks. and insights here. This was fun. I hope to talk yeah, to you. All right. Cool.